0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Not Just Politics Podcast. As you can see, we are not in the studio. We are currently at Gettysburg College for the 2023 Braver Angels Convention. For those who are not aware, Braver Angels is a partner organization of Bridge USA that is dedicated to politically depolarizing America to a bit of an older audience than Bridge USA usually goes for. The following is a conversation with Manu Meal and Ross Irwin. Manu Meal is the CEO of Bridge USA and the host of the Hopeful Majority podcast. Ross Irwin is the COO of Bridge USA. We sat down to talk about the work of bridge building and crossing the political divide, as well as a little bit of life and just some other stuff that I honestly don't really remember at the moment. <laughs> so I hope you really enjoy this one. It was a lot of fun. And a huge shout out to Ross and Manu for being very generous with their time and giving us an episode. Enjoy.
1: Okay, there we go. Okay, now we're recording. <laughs> there's too many white men on this. Set. Yes. There's there's too many white males. Too I feel many. outnumbered. It Please is. It is. It out. <laughs> even okay, even I'm starting Next to feel person. a little uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing here? White male. Home. For the
1: record, I, I was just the token for this conversation. Yeah. Yeah. No, you were not. Yeah, that's the only reason we brought Manu in. Yeah. Is, uh, <laughs> yeah. Carson just wanted to have yeah, the conversation.
0: Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's, so messy. it's all right
1: i understand that's yeah. not
0: why we did this I, I
1: promise as he as he smirks yes. yeah yeah well
0: thank you so much for doing this yeah. this is such a pleasure seriously i know you guys are really busy so i really appreciate this thanks for having us very cool i
2: think it might be the first time he and i have been
0: on a podcast together so that's very cool yeah we did it first
1: this is groundbreaking this yes. is groundbreaking this is yeah. historic yeah yes and importantly thank you for leading a bridge chapter like, we're everybody's busy, but, I, I, I mean, I appreciate you having us on. Yeah. Oh, I. it's yeah. been, we've been wanting to do
0: this for a while. Yeah. Sure, so, I'm very happy that this is, I was thinking, like, it would have been cool to be like, oh, episode 100, like, but that's so far, no, It's like, no, so no, far no. away. What number are you at? Tw- 23? Okay. 25, yeah. Okay. Say, yeah, hey, is so. a good Dude, number. quarter century? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And, hey, what is it, like? It was, a, I don't This is like a source, trust me, bro moment, but it was like 93% of podcasts quit after episode three. Oh. So you, so you beat it. I'm at yeah. episode six, baby. Yeah. We're, in the top, we're in like the top 3% or whatever. That wow. Like That's huge. Did it. wow. That's huge. That's huge. Good. Congrats. And I don't know why that is. I guess like people, it's like, oh, I didn't get a thousand views. Like, just scrap it or whatever. Like, I don't get it. Well, I think right. there are a lot of people that.
2: Think that they have something like incredibly insightful and unique to say, and like people should talk and people should should express themselves. But I also don't think people understand how long it takes to like build an audience, yeah, like yeah. it's forever, right? Yeah, like, so
0: long, you're clawing for it, so yeah, yeah. We, like, we like just now had a couple episodes break 100 views, but like, that hey. it. good for you, That's, yeah. good for you, yeah, 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 good for
1: you, thank you. Yeah, no, Ross ego checks me every day, you know, when it comes to. <laughs> As you said, like, you know, having something profound to say. I mean, I wake up thinking that. I only have profound thoughts. <laughs> you, know, you, you do have profound thoughts, though. You do. Uh, it does. Yes. You do have some profound thoughts. I've never said anything unprofound.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: I mean, starting the podcast with the white male comment.
0: Sheesh. Yes. yes. <laughs> yes. Sheesh. So
2: insightful. The, the,
1: the, the political <laughs> commentator of this <laughs> generation. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah. Yeah, you guys said <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'm kind of surprised no one said that to us. Before he <laughs> at point Park, no one said that. Hey, though. common
1: myth: people think that bridge builders are squishy modders that don't tell the truth. No. That's
0: true; they do. This is That's hardcore. That, it's that real. drives me crazy. Yeah. Not to do like a cheat, not to do, not to like plug someone else's stuff. But like, do you guys know who Tim Urban is? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Tim yeah. Urban's lovely. Yeah. It's so like um, I read his most recent. Well, I listened to his most recent book. Yeah. Uh, What's our problem? Yeah. And the one cool thing that he said was like that. Um, You talk about this like the the temperamental extremes thing like the vertical axis He talked about that, but he just called it like high-rung thinking and low-rung thinking type Mm. thing What I thought was cool is he was like we need to elevate centrism to a vertical alignment because it's up top Mm. Like I think moderate is a better term for someone that's in the middle politically But centrist is more of like he called it um, a plea for sophistication, which I really liked I thought that was really cool yeah yeah but that book was great
2: we we have to be loud with nuance right like i do i think it's really easy in our political environment to go to just quietly you know to a friend or something like oh maybe it's like not quite as simple not quite as you know straight up and down or black and white Mm -hmm. because all the political commentating is like oh well this is the right thing like Full stop. Like yeah. uh, I have the right answers, and it's very simple, and it's usually not that simple. No. And so I think we have to be nuanced, but like
0: in a very loud way, right? Yeah. Do you think? Do you think we kind of feel, do you think we don't do that because the the like the extremes are so loud that we think like we need to combat that by being quiet in some ways? Like maybe that's why we're quiet. I
2: I don't think so. Actually, I think it's because um, nuance doesn't hit that like dopamine but no right you no, don't for me it
0: does but like
2: uh, fair enough and we need more yeah. people like that right yeah. but i think it's really sad it gives you a lot of satisfaction to say no
0: you're wrong you're
2: yeah, an idiot yeah. right it yeah. doesn't give nearly as much satisfaction to say well i appreciate your summing your points these ones i feel a little bit iffy about here's where i disagree right like mm-hmm. it just doesn't It doesn't hit that same kind of animal urge to -hmm. to yell and to to be angry, I think.
1: And 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 this might just sound like simple, but Ross says this a lot, but this this work, the work of people having higher rung thinking, like those it just attracts kind people. (laughs) Like the most bitter people I've ever met, Carson, are just I mean, they're prisoners of their ideology. Oh, and so and it's not prisoners of their ideology again. There's a difference, I think, between having, as, like as Ross is saying, like it's not like, you know, it's not it's not mutually exclusive to have passion and conviction, and just be a kind human.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's a big thing. Is like I think people get people want to be comfortable in their thinking, and that just means like if you think X, then you think Y, and then you put you in a box, and then. As soon as you see something break that then it just it shatters people's whole reality I think they just don't like to get outside of that box. Yeah. But I do though.
2: Yeah. I think that's why that's why we're all here. I mean yeah. that's why there's you know 600 people, almost 700 people, yeah. you know, that's in insane. Gettysburg. Like, that's
0: so many people. Yeah. It's a lot. I don't know what I was expecting, but when I heard 600, well, I initially heard 600, and then there's an additional 70. Like, that's that's nuts.
1: Yeah. That is so crazy. And there's going to be more? It's going to get bigger and yeah. bigger? The movement's going to grow? Do you remember what you sent me? Uh, I think this was last week it was, mm-hmm. or the week before, but it was a tweet about... um is basically... <laughs> So this guy on TikTok was like, "My pronouns are USA," and then an eagle screeches through. And I'm not trying to start a culture war here, okay? I'm not trying to start a culture <laughs> war here. But <laughs> there might have been somebody else in our team. Yeah. But but the reason why I bring that up is like, I mean, that's funny. <laughs> I, it, it's, it's, it might be very offensive to some, but the point is, it gets the click. It does. Now you sitting here saying, "Hey, let's let's talk to each other. Yeah. Let's have a conversation. You know, let's let's dialogue Like. So we gotta, we got to be really effective in this rust and figure out how to be uh, charismatically nuanced, yeah. to be loudly nuanced, to uh, recognize that this work has often seemed like it's meant for just a bunch of dudes who are privileged yeah. like this 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 work is for everybody Mhm
0: yeah well I think like I, I I would put you in that category. I listened to uh, Monica Guzman and her family yesterday for the breakout session. And that was just the coolest. Like, that was so cool. And, like, I think, like, being, what did you say? Um, Charismatically nuanced? Yeah. Like, John Wood Jr. Like, that's another one, I think, of people in that category. Yeah. But, yeah, I agree.
2: Well, and I, I think another part of it is I think we're often, like, bashful or maybe just don't say it enough about, like, how rewarding it is to have a nuanced conversation with someone you disagree with. Like it's riveting to yeah. go back and forth and to hear a thing that you disagree with and then hear reasons and th- actually think about it. Right. Mm-hmm. Sure. It's like, it's, it's, I feel like the current kind of extreme political cultures is, is fits really in line with the instant gratification. Yes. But If you know anything about how humans work, instant gratification is very empty, right? That long-term hard work that you eventually get gratified for, it's very much like this work. And I think we have to be like honest that it's a joyous time to have a tough conversation.
0: Yeah. I think maybe it's because I think, because I spent my junior and senior year of high school, or no, I spent my sophomore year and junior year of high school in a pretty deep conservative echo chamber. Where'd you go to high school? It's called Valley High School. It's some a small town in what state? Of, outside of Pittsburgh. Okay. Yeah, and I just remember, like you said, like you like you, uh, like you want to win. It's like the instant gratification thing. And I think my sensors were so tuned to that that I had to like scale it down before I realized that there was more fun in a nuanced conversation first. Like it was so in the like winning idea.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and and so many people are and. I get it, too. I mean, if you care about a thing, Mm -hmm. right? If you think that something's best for the world, like, there's a real, valid, like, genuine way to want to win, Mm -hmm. right? And that that shouldn't be cast aside, but what we have to do away with is winning for the sake of winning, right? Dunking for the sake of dunking. Like, yes. so much of it is like, let me show how stupid this liberal is, how stupid this conservative is. It's not about the policy. It's not about changing the country. It's about, it's about the feel-good thing where you know you've made someone else look stupid.
1: Yeah. And, and let's say, like, you know, let's say somebody that, like, wants to win is like, yeah, but, like, this is just wasting time. Mm-hmm. What do athletes do uh if they want to win? They watch the film of the team that they're about to compete yeah. against. They they in, they Michael Jordan used to used to watch, you know, Carl Malone's film all the time. He used to watch um the contemporaries of his era study them. Kobe Bryant used to study LeBron James like no other. Mm-hmm. Uh Winning in your echo chamber is useless. It's like winning in practice. Yeah. To win means you engage in that argument. So let's say you do want to be an advocate. This will help you be a better advocate, right? Yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Ooh, that's cool. Winning in your echo chamber is like winning in practice. That's good. That is profound really things. good. Profound Someone things. Someone write it down. Write <laughs> a it down. Statement. Tweet, tweet it. Tweet it. Live what tweet that? it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what it is. It's like, it's like a team game. And it's like, I think it's almost like, it's like a bad game of Monopoly. It's like a stupid game where like the American people are just in jail the whole time and they can't get out because like all of the conflict entrepreneurs are just like walking around the board, like making all this money <laughs> and the rest <laughs> of us are like, what do we do? Like, there's nothing. Oh but my God. I want to make you're my... Just, you're just winning for the team. Like you're just... Sh- and, then if you do- and then if you don't play for the team, they just kick you out. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's
2: it's... There's actually a lot of parallels to sports that I haven't like really thought about. I mean, obviously like, you know, there's the classic saying of like uh politics is a contact sport, right? And like there's that kind of stuff. But I I think the the other part of it is that um basically we're we're just like sitting in practice like pretending like we're winning right yeah. we're yeah. like in the huddle and we're like we're beating them so bad guys and you're like you're not on the court man like
0: you can't even see the other team like oh. you're, <laughs> other, you're like like i know that we're winning yeah. because we're huddling harder than they are yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly. what it is oh
1: my that's gosh funny. yeah Well,
0: that is funny i'm not a sports guy but maybe i need to be just so that i can start making these parallels
1: you're, you live outside of Pittsburgh, and you're not a sports guy. Not a sports guy at all. Okay. See, this is this is why the image of our work is just a bunch of squishy moderates. You know, you just you just don't understand that. You just don't understand the fixation of tribes, Carson. I, I just, guess not. I got, just I guess don't get it. You don't I, was it.
0: A, I was in. I was in. This is just a random thing. I was in a sports podcasting class last semester, and I had someone tell me that I was a loser for not watching the Super Bowl. I was like, "Why?" I, just uh, like, I don't care. Because you're
1: in a sports podcast. Well, class. <laughs> it was we were
0: in a joking manner, it was structured to be really whatever. Oh my mean.
1: god, are we having an argument? Yeah. No,
0: I don't think so. But they were like, they were like, "What are you like? What are you doing? You're not watching the Super Bowl." Yeah. I just don't really care.
2: Yeah. You I know? mean, yeah, you're allowed to not care. Um, you're wrong for not
1: caring, but. <laughs>
0: How dare you not care? Yeah. <laughs> there are people in my city that are hurting because yeah. you don't care about football. Exactly.
1: Do you remember the the earliest days of Bridge? I mean, you talked about like how uh, actually like joyful these difficult conversations are. Like Some of our best moments used to be us sitting around the couch with like some of our friends like John oh, Ryder, man. John, Ampelure, shout out to the homies, oh, the man. OGs. You, I mean, just we'd
2: go for hours, like hours.
1: three, four, yeah. five hours just sitting just, there talking
2: about oh. Like <clears throat> American interventionism, right? And like, yeah, it it sounds kind of boring. No, but so then fun. we start poking at each. Oh, what about this? Oh, you didn't yeah. consider, you know?
0: It's so fun. Yeah, I have to give another shout out. To, I got a shout. Well, I shout out Claire like I, I, like every other episode of this show. Like mm-hmm. it was the running joke that like I had a friend that worked at all sides, and then that was like the mysterious thing, and then eventually that got exposed. But that was like the running joke. Yeah. But Jeremiah the president of the pit chapter. Oh. We, Jeremiah Cutright. We go off. Yeah, we go off. Yeah. He comes over to my apartment and we'll just like hang out and we just go off for hours about who knows what. Yeah. Yeah. And he always has something yeah. for me. Like.
1: Now, can I be the devil's advocate for a absolutely. quick second? So, you know, somebody might listen to us and be like, "All right, you know, y'all y'all have a conversation about let's take a let's get let's get hot for a moment. Let's take sure. a, an actual culture sure. war issue, right? Like let's yeah. say you and, you know, whoever had a conversation it was really heated, really interesting about, uh, guns. you know, guns. Mm-hmm. No, let, let's get identity. I want to do okay. identity-based because where I'm going with this is, like, I think some of the biggest critiques that people make when they listen to stuff like this is, you have no stake in that fight. Ooh. So, okay. what I mean by that is, like, let's let's say we're having a conversation about the LGBTQ community. Mm. Now, I don't know... Uh, your orientation I know Ross is Ross and I are very close okay. friends mm-hmm. you know now let's say him and I are having dialogue about the LGBT community you know and pride month yeah him and I are going back and forth and how do you guys like like what's your thought on and I think about this a lot like what's your thought on like when somebody comes and says like you're not a part of that community you have no stake in this fight so of course you can have that conversation it's easy hmm like, saying, saying watching basketball films is one thing, but that's because Michael Jordan's identity is not yeah. defined by the basketball court.
0: So they're asking me, like, wh- like so essentially the argument of, like, who are you to speak on?
1: No, 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 no not even who are you to speak on, but that you can oh. have this conversation because you sit in a position of, oh, say, privilege. Okay. That you can, you can critique, let's say, quote-unquote, Pride Month and have a dialogue going back and mm. forth with somebody, but that's because, let's say, you might not have anything to lose in that conversation, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or let's let's have a conversation about policing. Let's say you and I are not African American. Yeah. And somebody says, like, it's easy to have that dialogue with you guys right. because you don't have anything to lose in that fight.
0: Well,
2: hmm. I, I think it's it's right that it is somewhat easier when it's not directly about an issue that affects you. Like yeah, I, I, I think we're I'm <clears throat> completely willing to admit yeah. that. Right. But there are issues, you know, I have I have friends that have been through the criminal justice <laughs> system, right? And I'm not going to tell some random person that they can't talk about that because they haven't experienced it, yeah. right? Because we live, ideally, in a democracy. That's the whole point yeah. of our system is that we as people get to elect leaders that, that determine a lot, right? And so are you going to say, well, you know, you can't... If, if you don't have these experiences, you can't elect the police chief, right? Or... You know, if you are not a member of the LGBTQ community, then you can't think about their experiences at all. Like we would just have a completely fractured society. And I think, yes, it's a little bit. I'm a straight white man. I'll come out. So am and I. And say yeah, it. Yes.
0: Like get that, I mean, I um, people already know that. But
2: yeah. Um, what are you going to do? It, it's a bit easier for me. But also we live together like we are we are in this nation together and the idea that you can only ever speak on something that you are directly affected in means that we would not have a democracy we would basically have
0: councils of the experts right it would be like a Chappelle show skit. <laughs> like, what was that? Like the race draft oh. Each group would just be like in their own thing. I guess my answer, I don't know if this answers the question, uh-huh. but this is always what I've thought is that like, because I'm in a position where there's no aspect of my identity that can get attacked in some ways. I feel like I have a higher obligation to jump into those conversations because mm. there's nothing that people can say to me to knock me out of it. And then if people are being unfairly represented, I can try to give them a voice or I can try to figure out why
1: that's interesting
0: (laughs) that's what I've always thought is like there's nothing that anyone can like what can they say to me that I'm a like enlightened centrist like okay fine like I you know I don't like the stereotype on that thing but like there's nothing people can really say to me
2: yeah well and and what social movements have ever been won without the support of people not in that community
0: allies right you have to have
2: allies like suffrage like you had to have men as a part of that right the civil rights movement you had to have white people right like this is, and of course now it's just white men. Um which
0: laughing <laughs> at suffrage, but have you seen the old, have you seen the old Jimmy Kimmel skit before he was oh, like no. on his current show? Oh, and no. he was like, it was like years ago and he was on a beach somewhere and he was like, Hey, like we're on, this is a campaign to end women's suffrage. Women are suffering and we're going to stop it. And they were like, getting, they had, like so many signatures but the old lady was like, stop, <laughs> you know what you're signing. I'm going to stop them. They got so many signatures.
1: Oh man. I would, uh, Be lying to you if I told you I had any idea what the hell you're talking about. Because I'm the most culturally illiterate person in the world. Okay. The amount of times that I can call back cultural references is nil. (laughs) But but again, I do have profound comments. Yeah, and and you clip that.
0: And and yesterday you discovered (laughs) yesterday you discovered that I might be less in tune culturally than you.
1: <laughs> yes. Like, Do you know this guy hasn't watched like uh, T V show ever. Okay, Ross Ross makes Are fun smart? of me all the he hasn't watched Breaking Bad. He hasn't oh. watched he hasn't watched Game of Thrones. He hasn't watched House of Cards. You, you, Man. Please don't leave the show, Man. Please He's, don't leave.
2: And you're gonna ask Gen Z kids to watch this show? <laughs> And you I don't know. you
1: don't know the basics, Carson? <laughs> but but he knows some washed out comedians, you know, okay. cultural <laughs> reference from 2003. Washed
2: out comedians.
1: That's Ooh. you freaking
0: well, like the year after I was born. What yeah. a boomer.
2: Yep, yep. Boomer. Well, I've got I'm I'm too on I'm uh, online enough I think for the both of us. Boomer.
0: So that, no have never called me a Boomer before on this show. That's fire. Uh, I call
2: him Grandpa Meal sometimes.
1: Yeah, so Gavin. Ross does call me Grandpa Meal. He is
2: Grandpa Meal.
1: <laughs> I have a typewriter. He does. You have a typewriter? That's honestly yeah. kinda cool. And in, in, in me and all my
2: brown privilege. It's really cool if you're the one typing. Yeah. It's <laughs> and if you're awesome. the one in the house where click 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 click, it's not <laughs> as cool. I, it still got a little uh, appeal to it. But.
0: Speaking of typewriters, I started, I, I, I wrote a couple of opinion pieces for our school newspaper and I would have Claire help me edit them. And I, and for the entire time I was through grade school, high school, I was always taught to double space after a period whenever I typed. Uh. She cut that shit out real, she was like, it's not a typewriter, it's like not a laptop, cut that out real quick. And I no longer do it, I've stopped, I'm a reformed double spacer.
1: You know, I only type with my index fingers. So do I. I. I I can't. Just just I like just, this.
0: Oh, only with exclusively with index fingers. The public <laughs> system school system has failed you both. <laughs> <laughs> like, like <laughs> what
2: did we go to typing class? What did you do in your typing class? Did, did you not just get I absolutely? Didn't have a typing class in high
0: school. You didn't have one. No, uh, in grade school I did, and I in just grade school, yeah, wasn't was fifth like, grade. I wasn't I never I never like got there. I never fully figured it out. Mm. Huh. Mm. So now I just use like random fingers for random keys all the time. I just it's, you should watch a YouTube video. It's there's there's a right way to type for a reason. It's like it's, it's, it's efficient. Was, one summer I was like, I'm gonna teach myself how to type. This, yeah. It's gonna happen. Yeah. It
1: the only time in middle school, actually no, there were many times, but the one time that I almost got held back in a class was typing class <laughs> and, and it would make sense to everybody that knows me. So I got a C minus, <laughs> uh, okay. two, two quarter, because middle, our middle school was quarters, two quarters yeah. in a row. <laughs> um, <laughs> because <laughs> so basically typing test.com shout out, uh, you're supposed to type your speed, right? And you, you figure out your speed words per minute and I would cheat. So I would like look at the keyboard. I'd look at the keyboard. So, Nobody told me that for test day, she would cover the keys with like this, with this.
2: (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) But what
0: about the second quarter? (laughs) Zero improvement. (laughs) I can type on my phone without looking at it and I'm just fine. Yeah, But I can't do it on a laptop. That's,
2: I mean, that's a reality. I think like for most people, our generation, like you could do a lot of typing on your phone. Like you don't even need to know how to spell. I know, I know, and I'm—I used to be a good speller. Like, mom, I'm sorry, but I've lost it. You know, Maybe like you're,
0: you're rinsed.
2: Yeah, I'm rinsed. I'm gone. I—I <clears throat> wow. I had to ask someone to spell check purposefully it's literally just purposefully but every, every once in a while
0: that happens yeah.
1: and carson now now people are freaking writing their essays on chat gpt dude it's true i've still never gone on it i've never i will never use it oh you are you were a reifying your boomer image yeah. somehow i've met a man more boomery than me <laughs> wow. this is a real existential you just got crisis out- boomered, dude bro. i thought i cornered the market <laughs> i thought i freaking cornered the gen z boomer market oh, man you should go. It's a useful tool. The new competition. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you like and subscribe to Bridge USA. i have
0: outboomered. boomered. Out, boomered. Make
1: sure you support our organization. God, yes. And, all, and, very... and the and the two boomers in it. And the
0: two boomers. <laughs>
1: This is actually, it's a senior
2: support group.
0: It's, yeah, We're doing Ross, elder Ross, care right Ross now. Is <laughs> Ross is intervening. Ross is intervening. Like, you're just like coaching us. You're just trying to help. This, this, this would be, this sounds like a 2000s comedy movie where it's like, we're just two old boomers. And you're like, I'm going to get you guys up to
1: speed on something. And we have the glasses too. Oh my God. Do you guys know what emojis are? Or? Yeah. Ha- have you heard of the new app Threads? Yeah. I don't think I'm going to use it.
0: I don't think I'm going to use it. I don't, I don't go on Instagram. <laughs> Boomer. <laughs> everything I do. Yeah. Everything I do. Um, trying to pigeonhole you. Can you pass me my water, sir? Um, Thank you so much. Um, yeah, no, I, I seriously, I don't, I'm not going to go on threads. I don't know why I would use it. It's just going to turn into Twitter
2: 2.0. Well, Zuckerberg said people are going to be nice on it. I don't know. If he, <laughs> is he, I mean, has he seen his own platforms? Like, have you ever yeah. been on Facebook? Like, people are going to be nice. People are nasty, it. right? Um yeah. I also Good heard work. that if you create a Threads account and you try to delete it, you delete your whole Instagram account. So like, like, you better commit to Threads. Wait, you so take it's gone. I think it's just tied thing? to your Instagram oh. account. So, wow. I mean, you can just have a defunct Threads Speaking account. Of
0: Zuckerberg, who you guys got, Elon or Zuck?
2: Zuck yeah. by a million miles, like probably. He's
0: younger, right?
2: Have you seen the meme about like their height, their weight? <laughs> no. And then it's like Zuckerberg, like trained martial artists, right? Elon built like a 1950s fridge. <laughs>
1: Hey, what happens when a 1950s fridge falls on you? Though, you're dead. Boom, dead. Elon, baby. Could be tough. So Elon he just needs to like on this Elon. belly.
0: Fl- he needs to like. He's got. He's got
1: to, to whale him. He's got to whale him, <coughs> him. Just, just slobber him.
0: I yeah. Well, he did. He he's been training MMA. I've seen on.
1: Jujitsu. Yeah, I think. Been, they've oh.
0: been. Elon's been doing it. Oh yeah, with yeah.
2: Lex Friedman, right?
0: Yeah, and uh-huh. and Zuck did it too. Yeah, yeah.
2: but yeah. then Elon's mom came in.
0: <laughs> did you see that wait no
1: elon is a mom yeah elon's mom <laughs> is he wait yeah. he's re- it was
0: like can you imagine having to tell that another billionaire you can't fight him because your mom said no
1: <laughs> he's like what is elon like in his i'm like- shocked he he's a human
2: I know. Which one?
1: (laughs) 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 Okay. To to be, in fairness to Zach, I don't know if y'all watched him on Lex Friedman recently, but he actually does seem more like a human. I will, I will give it to him. Yeah. He, he does. He seems like he's gotten some coaching, at least, or something. But he seems much more normal.
0: Okay. So if. If Elon pins him in the corner, does the lizard robot thing come out? Whatever it is, does you it,
1: gotta like, find his off
0: switch? Is it like a <laughs> fight or flight mechanic? Like it just kicks in, and then Maybe. he's just gonna go crazy? Maybe <clears throat> that would be funny.
1: You know <laughs> something?
0: Yeah, go ahead. Oh no, I just I
2: don't know. Zuckerberg posts a lot with his like kids and stuff, and then obviously idiots on Twitter. You know, like oh you're you're married to this woman and stuff, and like. <laughs> He's like has a great beautiful family and he actually spends time with his kids. Like I, I think he might not be a lizard person. Or maybe he's just playing it off really well.
1: Zuck? Zuck. But Elon's kid's name is like Archangel Twelve. <laughs> it's like A X A E. I mean, I don't know, like if Zuck is a lizard person then Elon's a Martian. Like there's there's something yeah. Some, yeah. yeah yeah There's i don't, I don't think on.
0: this is a battle of two humans no yeah. and that's why it has to happen in the coliseum that's the best that's the only place this can happen
2: exactly it would be coliseum. so that would be hilarious and I they mean,
0: actually would raise a lot of money they would i would i would, I would buy the pay-per-view yeah oh, oh i my. might go do we yeah. do a live reaction on this show we record it we record our reaction live of watching the fight
2: i I, I think it's going to be a short fight i know elon's bigger do like, you
1: really think he's going to take him down that quickly?
2: Well, Zuckerberg has been training Brazilian jiu-jitsu, I think, for like
0: the last two yeah. to three years. Like, oh, I there's I it was shorter than that. But you might be right. Well, he just won some <laughs> I'm a tournament. Boomer. I don't pay attention to the internet or anything on it.
2: Yeah, he he just like he won some tournament a couple months ago. Like, I did, I did see that. I mean, maybe they were all plants. Maybe it was his whole PR all team, right? <laughs> like,
0: beat up your PR just team. Just
2: open the them, tournament. but no, I I. I there's a big difference between someone who like knows how to fight and a big guy, and yeah, maybe Elon lands a punch, but I, I, my money's on on Zuck.
0: Fair enough. I've been asking people that here that are like that are young enough to, you know, that are not boomers like myself <laughs> that actually pay attention to what goes on in the world. Yeah. This
1: seems to be a new trending thing, honestly, on your on your podcast. I I genuinely am shocked by your boomerness, but I will say one thing, which is. <laughs> which is that like so i think about this a lot so like elon zuck there's an intro we we talk about this a lot at our bridge chapters right like you can you can have a discussion about elon zuck it'll warm people up nobody's gonna fight over that like it'll get intense but it'll be fun and chill you know is hot dog a sandwich there's a lot of different like topics right yeah uh, why do you think that we're able to keep our emotions emotions is the wrong word to say but like why do you think those discussions and debates, right? Like, or maybe a debate over AI or chat GPT. Yeah. It does not, does not like inflame some like identitarian war on Twitter. But like, you know, but we suddenly, when we talk about, you know, uh, let's say we're not talking about AI and the potential like extinction of humanity, but let's say like, we're going to talk about guns. Mm-hmm. Suddenly it becomes incredibly, not passionate because everybody's passionate. That's okay. But it becomes yeah. just like, a shit show i so i came up i call it the three m's okay. this is my
2: running theory and it's tough because 3m makes the sticky notes but well <clears throat> don't sue me 3m um
0: not sponsored
2: not sponsored <laughs> any not sponsored not yet um a show of the people so the three m's the- that i think may make discussions like this really tough are morality and what i mean by morality i'm I'm a little you know it's a little cute with the three m's but what i mean by morality is like a religion right or a belief set and like if we read different you know like the bible or the quran like you're not you're not going to be able to come to a thing like if you believe your god said this thing having someone else say no that thing's wrong like you just can't get past that so the first one's morality the second one's mortality so i think if it involves death or violence or danger that is a a big one and then the third one is me and i think it's if you are in that room and you feel like we're talking about a thing that directly affects your life you're much more
1: prone to be active and that's it's a little That's cute, a but...
0: Way. I was going to say, I think as soon as death gets involved, people get very... Because they all have a story. Or like their that.
1: identity, or me. That's interesting. Morality, mortality, me. Yeah. You've got yeah. profound things to say.
0: Yeah, yeah, you absolutely do. We'll yeah. put you on the- I've
1: also got incredibly
2: unprofound <laughs> things to say. So if you need, like, bad jokes, I can do that, too. There's there you okay. go.
0: They all, they, it can't all be tens, like like, like my fellow <laughs> I, boomer over Yeah, there. dude. <laughs> my fellow... Yeah.
1: Boom hard. Boom hard.
0: <laughs> but, you know, I, I think... I think so. That's, That's interesting. Morality,
1: mortality, yeah. me. Yeah. I'll, I'll you know, can I can I share an anecdote? So yesterday sure. night we were sitting in a Braver Angels debate. Shout out to Braver Angels. Yes.
0: That's where we are, by the way. We're in we're in Gettysburg.
1: Woo! In Gettysburg. And as Ross said in his uh uh keynote conversation yesterday, unlike the Constitutional Convention, we have A C. Yeah, so I think we can we get it we yeah. have a C Good point. But yesterday night it was a Braver Angels debate. On is America the greatest country in the world? Yes, I was there, and you were there. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, Ross and I showed up halfway through. So this uh, middle of the debate, this African American man stands up, and I just won't say his name, even though he, he he did an amazing job. But just for his identity, so he stands up and he talks about how he doesn't think it's the greatest country in the world. In fact, he says that the greatest generation that we often say in the world, um, in the United States, you know, the World War II generation. He said, you know, you say you say that the World War II generation is the greatest generation in the world. My grandparents couldn't drink out of the same water fountain. That's a good point. At the end of that debate, it's reflections. And this woman stands up, this elderly woman stands up. Yeah, I think you might know where I'm going with this. She stands up and she says, my son was a Purple Heart veteran that has now passed away. I trace my legacy back to the daughters of the American Revolution from the Revolutionary War. My father fought in World War II. Mm -hmm. And yet, on behalf of my family, and she was a conservative, on behalf of my family, I want to apologize to you for my family's sins. That is powerful. Yeah, that's very powerful. And, And like... That needs to be happening at scale, not necessarily the apology, but the spaces where people feel so vulnerable, yeah. but trusted, and it's open, like, that shit's important.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah, that was needed. a really cool moment. I, I thought that was very cool. It was,
2: a, it was an incredible debate, and there, there were so, such cool passions in it. There were a lot of people coming at it from angles you might not expect, right? Here at the Braver Angels convention, we're bl- in, like, blue. Or red tags, right, around yeah. to, to indicate conservative and liberal because we have like a perfect balance, right? Of yeah. of people that identify as liberal and people that identify as conservative. And you know, there are liberals saying it's the best country in the world, there are conservatives saying it's not, right? Yeah. And there are people of all different races saying yes and no, you know, all different genders. And all of them with such passion and the thing that really united them, though, which is, is beautiful and always I appreciate about this space, was they they really gave a shit about this country. They cared, yeah. Whether they thought it was the greatest country on Earth or the worst, they cared about how it conducted itself, what our direction was, and, and what we stood for. And I thought that part, that common belief, but the the vast differences that, that were over top of that, I think was just... It was powerful to watch.
1: And, Carson, I just underscore one thing Ross said there, which is passion. Mm -hmm. So many people think that when we're having conversations like this, when we're having debates like this, discussions like this, that this conversation, dialogue, bridging, listening to each other is mutually exclusive with passion. That you can't be passionate (coughs) while being a bridger. That you, Yeah. Of course you can. Biggest misconception. What we're talking about is our fight is not about what you believe. It's about how you believe. Yeah. Exactly. As you said, the temperament ma- Tim Tim Urban's right on with that. It's a y-axis. Yeah, I said that.
0: Like I genuinely don't care what someone's left-right. Al- it doesn't matter to me. I does. I don't care. I care about the vertical because that's because then, then you know how to deal with somebody. Like then you know how to approach.
1: Them. How many fascists do you know that are curious, open-minded, and willing to be challenged?
0: I'll I'll stop you before this. I don't think I know any fascists.
1: <laughs> Fair point. Fair point. Historically, historically.
0: Oh, historically, I, I, I can probably name zero.
1: Because yeah. the point is that if you, you know, people will say like, okay, well, Carson just said, you know, I don't care what people believe on the left or right. I care about what wrong of thinking they're on. And then they're going to mm-hmm. be like, well, okay, so are you fine with authoritarians? There aren't. Can we, can we,
0: can we pause how many times people get, the, oh, so you would talk to a Nazi? Yeah. I've never met one. Yeah. By no. the way, I would. I would. I'd sit down with them. I have nothing to lose. Like, why not? Why wouldn't I? Just to see where they're coming from. But, like, I've, I've never met. I've never met these people. I don't know where they are. They exist, I'm sure, but...
2: Well, they're not coming to, to bridge <clears> throat> discussions. Throat> like, we're like, hey, you're going to talk to people you're different from, right? And you're going to have to yeah. be respectful to them. Not a good place for a Nazi, actually. Kind of known for being assholes to people they're different from. And- um, and if they were to act like a Nazi, they'd get kicked out of a bridge discussion. Now, me personally, I'm, I'm with you, Carson. Especially as a white man, like, might as well have that conversation. Michael. See what's going on, right? Um, but, yeah, it, it's, it's so funny. People jump to that. They go, oh, so Nazis. So you but part of the problem is, if you're in your echo chamber, your, your media has convinced you, right? If you're on the left that 40% of the country is Nazis. Yeah. Like, people actually believe that. That there are, like, people, like, you know, goose-stepping and Highland, like, all throughout the American South and rural landscape, right? Yeah. On the flip side, like, your conservative media has convinced you that, like, that there's these giant riots or that everyone in the city is, like, you know, like, way off the deep end as far as, like, gender or, like, you know, and it's just it's just not true. And so, part of what we have to do is actually get people to into these spaces, right? Because then you realize, like, hey, that person might have voted for someone I really hate. They're not the the evil devil that my media has created for me. That I know, that I think of them as.
1: Do you know the story of Daryl Davis? Uh, yes. Yeah. Do you mind if I talk about that for course, a quick second? Yeah, because I, I, think I think I mentioned him a couple times. I mean. Daryl Davis was an African Amer. It is an African American man who got a hundred Klansmen to drop their robes. Yeah. Um, now, the power of conversation is that it acts as a disinfectant. It's immunity yeah. against radicalization. It's mm-hmm. it's actually this is how you counter radicalize. Yeah. Uh, this is. Uh, but I will say one thing where, and this is this is this is point number two here, and this is where we might differ a little bit. Maybe not is now I don't think I'm in a position to tell an African American person to be Daryl Davis um, I don't think I, I don't think that you know as you said you're willing to sit down and have that conversation I actually think it's you should because the point of an ally the point of that dialogue I mean if you can't who can yeah. And, and how do you challenge? But I would say that I'm not in the position, and I don't think we are necessarily in the position of telling that disadvantaged group to have that conversation. Of course. We are in the business of creating that space of trust. Yes. So we'll that agree. people feel productive and safe enough to get into that brave space. Yeah. But I think I think you're you're right on. And uh, and one other thing I would just say is, I think a lot about like, where do you draw the line? You know, like we talk yeah. a lot about this. Yeah. Like, yeah, 100%. Where do you draw the line and... And 2017, when Bridge started, um, uh, we had we had launched that chapter after the Mi- the Milo Yiannopoulos protest at Berkeley, and we would be asked this question all the time: like, where do you draw the line? Do you allow Nazis in the conversation? What is hate speech? Mm-hmm. And to Ross's point, do you know how many times we've ever encountered that type of ideology in a Bridge? Discussion? I was going to ask this. It's still six zero, years. Right? Zero.
0: It's still zero, right? Yeah. yeah. I now sure. the,
1: the, it might be online. But online's a different game. There's a lot of flack incoming online. As Dave Chappelle said, Twitter's not a real place. No. That's right. That's <laughs> Twitter's right. Not Twitter's place. not a real place. Yeah. not. Dude, you know this stat I came across recently? <laughs> uh, and don't quote me on the exact percentage, I'm not sure, but 80% of all user-generated content on Twitter is is produced by 20% of its users. Yeah. Yep. Something like and, that.
2: And then I think I think
1: on top of that, it's like,
2: Ninety-five percent is created by thirty percent, right? So even that next ten percent only create fifteen. Like most people are just passive observers, um, or you know, you're liking, maybe Didn't you're retweeting. Bots, right? not they just find out that like there's <clears throat> huge amounts of bots. Yeah, um, big bot energy. Not
0: to get into any cultural stuff, but Elon told me he was going to fix that. He did. That was like the first thing he said he was going to fix. Not to get into that, but like they're still there. Yeah. Good is there
1: enough. a lot more bots? What do you? Th- I don't know. I don't What's have the your t- numbers.
0: I could make. Well, them, you are a boomer, so I could. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> like you're actually on Twitter, though. I could make. I'm not on Twitter. Okay. Never set foot on Twitter or TikTok. Oh. Yeah. Why do you care about the bots? <clears throat> um. I well, imagine Instagram. I am on Instagram. Okay. Imagine there's bots on Instagram too. Probably. I guess it's like the idea of it though, like the idea that. Well, I, you were there for the Jonathan Roush breakout session. I went to that because my other one got canceled apparently, but so I went to that and it's like the fact that. I get uncomfortable by the idea that any foreign country can just make bots that can then shake up yeah. our politics. Yeah. That's not great.
2: I mean, I, I'm on Twitter, like, too too much, too much, I, th- too I would say. Um, we won't get into specific numbers, necessarily.
1: Um, screen time's off through.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not talking... I'm, I'm not looking at that. I
1: mean, I'm, I'm no better, I yeah.
2: guarantee no better. A lot of our generation, you know, is, is there a lot, but... Um, What I do find myself doing, though, on Twitter, like, is I, like, see, like, a really stupid response. I go click on the profile, and it seems kind of run of the mill, kind of, like, standard and stuff. And they're just, like, you know, saying stupid stuff all the time and, like, replying specifically to a bunch of big accounts. And if I don't like what they think, like, I'm like, that's, that's probably bot, right? (laughs) You know, like a human wouldn't do that, right? And so I don't know how many bots there are or or what those numbers are, but it is scary to think about just, you know, Russia and China, like, like armies of bots.
0: I I do that too. But sometimes I'll see some on Twitter that makes me so upset that I think like that, that can't be, this person can't be real.
2: I hope they're not. Sometimes they are. That's the worst part where you're like, oh, man, like, this is a journalist that people know and, like, yeah. some crazy backward stuff. Though, I'm loving the community notes thing. I do actually appreciate the community notes if you're on Twitter. Um, it's not a perfect system, but it's very bridgey. Uh, I want more of that because you have to have – <sighs> the community notes are created by a group of people that – Disagree on facts often, and if they come together to agree on a community note, that's how it gets posted. And so they actually are pretty bridgey in that sense. And I'd love to see more social media platforms kind of like what we call this, like you call Braver Angels debate, a collective search for truth, right? Yeah. Like imagine if the whole world was online and instead of flaming one another, it was a collective search for truth. Isn't that crazy?
0: I wonder, would we we have any of our current problems solved? Like, just genuinely curious. Like, would we... Even
1: if we put all of our brains together... So, (coughs) let let me say one thing on this, which is, like, I feel like... I feel like there's this weird notion where because we haven't solved all of our problems, we're terrible. Yeah. I mean, as long as humans roam the Earth, we will not have solved all of our problems. Like, unless you live in a society of gods. You know, Mm -hmm. like, it's just... Like if your standard is of course the standard should be perfect. Our mm-hmm. standard should be perfection, but like uh, stop stop feeling demoralized because instead of getting 95% on an issue, we got 65%. Because I 65%. 6 Hey, that's that was my grade in typing class. <laughs> <laughs> I don't love it. And then you know day. second time around it didn't even improve. <laughs> didn't even improve. It's, it's
0: like the SAT, like take it once Whatever score you get, it's not going to get better the second time. Yeah. So whatever you get in typing class, just hope that it's... Do you, you have know. any siblings? One, I have an older brother. Yeah. Okay. Mm. He he can type really fast. Nice. He Long fingers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep.
2: No, they paid attention in typing class.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, mean I,
2: I don't think it's about the length of your fingers. One, one sure. quick thing I want to say on that, though, is, like, we have to, in that, like, fight against human nature, like, you guys ever had a goal, right, like whether that's number of viewers for a podcast, right? Sure. Listeners or whether that's a certain grade in class or whether it's a video game, like, Oh, I'm going to rank up. Right.
0: Number like, of words typed per minute. Exactly.
2: You're, sh- you're WPM man. And you're whip them. You're, yeah. you're like, you're for months or weeks or even a few days or hours. You're like, Oh man, I'm so excited to get to this goal. I'm so excited to get there. Like yep. once I get to a hundred listeners, like I'm going to feel so good. Right.
0: Yeah. How'd it feel? Like now I'm like, well, we should maybe just set another goal. Yep. That was my immediate next thing is like, let's get human it. nature. This is the human that's condition, right?
2: Like this a great point. Right? Yeah, like, great point. And so better we have, I mean, people may dispute this. I believe we have thousands of years of history of progress In humankind, in the way we live, the way we treat each other, like, who's extended rights, like, like, we have gone a long way, right? But because it's not perfect, it's terrible. And that is,
0: it's killer for the, the hope. That we need to like yeah. actually solve our problems. Not to bring up that book again, but that's like in Tim Urban's newest book. The first page of the book is a picture. Have you seen the way that he draws his pictures? By the way, I have.
1: He's like a cartoon. It's, it's
0: so good. Yeah. The whole book <laughs> is smart. full of just the goofiest drawings. Smart. But the first, the first page is, the first page is a bunch of rect. There's a thousand rectangles mm. on this picture, mm-hmm. and each rectangle is one page of our story. It's 250 years. And recorded history is like the last six pages and the entirety of the American stories on page nine or no page 1000. So the whole point of the book is like, yeah. if we're going to step onto page 1000, we can't be cocky Context. because the stakes are way higher. Hmm. And that's the crazy part is like, we, we haven't really been working towards pr- progress way back then was like, let's, let's get enough wheat till like I get through the winter. <laughs> yeah. And now the last couple of pages. We went from That's
1: still my action. goal. Huh? That's still my goal. <laughs> are you are you freaking my grain silos? <laughs> yeah, what, what what's with you and just ostracizing me in this conversation? didn't mean like that? Just just because I don't fit your conception of of the world, you know. Yeah. <laughs> He's just storing his grains, man. Dude, Can't hate huge, on that Carson. He's grain energy, <laughs> dude. I'm a big fan of Kansas. Sorry, go back to your thing. Yeah. We <laughs> I'm a big fan of Kansas. Um, it's very grainy. Where was I? <laughs> <laughs> I don't
2: know. <laughs> I don't know where
1: I was,
0: man. You were at the fact man. that oh, that progress,
1: the the, the goal, the goalpost place. changes. Yeah,
0: yeah, like yeah, and I think that, like, obviously, I'm not thrilled with the fact that these problems aren't solved, but a part of me is like, like, it's. It's like we're getting there. Like it's yes. we're at least moving. Like we're not stagnant. Like it's two steps. Now, step. now
1: look again. I'll play devil's advocate for a yeah. second, right? Somebody's sure. gonna say that's because you can afford to go two steps back. You know, mm-hmm. let's say let's say I'm an African American in this conversation, and you say, hey, it's all right. You know, be patient. Be all right with two steps back. Oh, yeah. Now, again, I bring that up because I think it's important for us to constantly make the argument to the people that are least likely to listen. And I'm curious what y'all would say to that. What I would say to that is the story of progress, the story of America, the story of our country, the story of society has always required us to share. We share this place. This place is all of us. And the question is, Moving forward requires to bring everybody together. And if we don't create change that is lasting and sustainable, it just flips back and forth. You know, we live in this odd cycle today where, you know, people are like, we need change right now and we have to do the most sweeping thing. Little do they understand that you're only president for maybe max eight years. And then the next administration comes and overturns it all. Yep. And it's just, a, the, yeah. the fact is, what we're saying is, it's not be patient, I would say, with injustice. Of course. It's, yeah. it's be patient with each other as humans. Yes, that's a great way of putting it. Be patient. As Dr. King yesterday, we had Harry Boyd. He was the field secretary of Martin Luther King. He like Mm -hmm. heard Martin Luther King's speech, March on Washington speech Mm -hmm. uh, the night before he spoke. Uh, He heard it, he heard him practice it the night before. Mm -hmm. He actually gave the speech of March on Washington. And he talks about how Dr. King's definition of love was that we are all worthy just because we're made in the image of God. That's it. Yeah. They're all worthy. Yeah. I mean, I with that. It, it's a tough
2: one and, and yeah, it's not patience, right? It's not patience because of injustice. Yeah. Um, and, and, and what I do, do think is real is that like, we live in an age of intense cynicism. Yes. And cynicism, yeah. like rampant cynicism is like, just as bad as having no care at all and thinking everything's going to work out. Like yeah. you shut people down. Like we have to acknowledge that things are bad, can be better, right? Mm-hmm. But we have to have a seed of hope. If you ever want to change anything, yeah. you you have to believe. And I so I think when we think, well, we haven't fixed it all. It's all totally gone to crap. What's happened to a lot of our generation is saying. Well, I'm not going to care anymore then because there's no chance.
0: Demoralized. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. Yeah, that's tough. I don't like, and I guess I I get that you could get forced into being cynical just by your situation, but it doesn't, it feels terrible. I don't like being cynical about anything. And I guess sometimes does that mean like putting on a false face even when you do feel cynical? I guess because you want to show it sometimes, but like being overly cynical is just not good for you. Well,
2: I think it's important with human emotions to be able to feel them fully. And if you're feeling cynical, like let yourself do that. What you shouldn't do is become cynical for the week or the month or the rest of your life. Right?
0: (laughs) For the sake of it.
2: Yeah. Or for the sake of it. Or Mm -hmm. to drive clicks, frankly, like to build your follower base, to just be a cynical a-hole. let yourself be cynical every once in a while. That's fine, you know. And find a friend, vent to them. But um, you're you're gonna have a terrible life with little friends um, if you're cynical all the time.
1: And I would also say that cynicism makes you more easily susceptible to manipulation. Oh yeah, being cynical makes you much more susceptible to hate. Mm-hmm. It makes you much more susceptible <clears throat> to extreme ideas. Yeah, it makes you much more susceptible to being a victim of someone's desire to get power I mean by yeah. that is like if if you told me Carson that your entire audience is a bunch of cynics mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry they're a
0: bunch of boomers they're a bunch of boomers like, of
1: boomers. I, don't like know. <laughs> I know exactly what they say it's easy if you're if you're somebody that's cynical and you're only looking at what's wrong with society you're the easiest person to manipulate yeah. Make yourself complex. Make yourself difficult. Make yourself an individual. Yeah. Be someone. I agree.
0: Yeah, I think that whenever...
1: But don't know, be a boomer. No, sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just, kidding, <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Yeah, when you get into... I think cynicism isn't the only one, but when you get into a place like that, where you're yeah. kind of governed by one emotion, you, you fall prey to... Because to me, I think the entire like outrage machine just preys on people's like fear the
1: outrage industrial complex yeah it
0: preys on their fear and it makes them and it wants to make you angry so i guess if you're living in that you're just gonna get swept up by it
2: yeah i did actually when we were talking about that i had a brief moment where i could like see us in a podcast and i was imagining like what it would be like and it just felt so easy it's like yeah. Do you know the liberals are out to get you? <laughs> they want to take your kids. They want to make them gay, right? Like, that's so Wait, easy. Wait, what are they doing to the frogs? They're making the frogs gay. <laughs> Shout out, Chemical Mr. Water. Jones. I'm the
0: freaking frogs.
1: See, gay. it's like, it's like, do you want, do you want to be the fodder to somebody like that? Like, <sighs> no, come on. Yeah. You know what? That should be it. That's that's how we fight cynicism. Uh. You were the fodder to Alex Jones. <laughs> You're? Dude, you are. that's See by the way, this is the type that when I said charismatically nuanced? Yeah. That's what it is. That's yeah. You know, sure. do you want to be Alex Jones's fodder? Yeah. <laughs> you be that way. Oh my god. No.
2: Well, and and something that that I hear a lot and I've experienced once or twice is you see someone that's a big national news media figure right mm-hmm. and they are just on there and like oh you should hate those people you right be angry. right you should be angry <laughs> and <laughs> I love the
0: way you did that sorry. And, and then it's like I don't get I'm sorry I don't mean but no, I don't get, no. like the, they sit like this and they're like all proper and they're just like and they just tell you why you should be angry yeah
1: and then they go like go yeah. back to their mansion in the Hamptons
2: <laughs> <laughs> they go back to their mansion yeah. and they're they're much more pleasant people, yeah. right? They are playing a bit because it is their job and they are making money off of you because yeah. you are cynical, right? And because you're trapped in this thought that there's 50% of the country that is totally evil and irredeemable. They're, they're literally driving around in Lambos because you are just like lambs to slaughter. We click yeah. and we like and we comment.
1: Well, oh, that's
0: the one thing. This is like such a small—I don't think it's a small gripe with YouTube, but I hate that like capitalizing all of one verb just gets you like more. Oh,
1: like, I do why? that. Like, well, why? Play guys the game. It gets me the clicks. <laughs> play yeah, the game. I mean, it's because you're making yourself easy. It's like it's like it's like you know. I put out of you know this, Carson. I'm like a social media amateur. You know, also known as baby influencer. Right? I'm like I'm like new on the block you all right yeah we
0: we, you could have a boomer tries instagram yeah exactly the first time that
1: that well i it's it says it says boomer books and broken shoulder that's my biography (laughs) um and so so basically (laughs) no it does not does it actually i might have changed it like a week ago
0: on instagram on twitter Oh okay, I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't well, on yeah, okay.
1: but but the the point is like Ross Ross has been like such a good friend, and that like he's like you know get out there, just say your stuff and whatever. I think it's honestly so that he can escape the responsibility of it. But completely, yeah. So <laughs> completely. So so basically, you know, as as I am the 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 public social media sacrifice of Bridge USA, um, I made this video like three weeks ago, that was like, do you think I'm dumb? Like I know how to grow this channel quickly. You, I know these people. You want me to grow this quickly? I know exactly what to do. Come up with the right. craziest thumbnail. To your point, capitalize the verb and the subject line yeah. of a video. Uh, take down Tucker Carlson or Rachel Maddow or whoever you yeah. hate. Uh, talk about how much of an idiot you are. And what good does that do?
0: It doesn't do any good. No. But also, what should this title be?
1: A couple of boomers oh, absolutely
0: destroy... Yeah, Twitter addict. <laughs> Twitter. I was thinking Twitter addict
2: eviscerates boomers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: Dude. Who's the
1: real boomer? Who's the real
2: oh, boomer? who's, yeah. who's the, the real boomer? boomer who's with who's like a big like stock
1: photo, like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, like you know, right? Splash art. An old person holding their phone like this with their glasses like yeah. down here, yeah, yeah. Holden, You know what I mean? Doing one of those. By
1: the way, okay, we've been, we've been throwing so much hate at boomers. Shout out, shout out to all the old people out there. Shout out, shout especially out. for we're watching Shout out to the people at this sh- convention. Sh- oh, I shout know. out, shout out, <laughs> shout out. Look, RFK once said. What RFK once said. RFK, do you know who that is? Yeah, because Robert F. Kennedy. Yeah, junior, not junior, not junior, not junior. 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 Okay, Robert F. Kennedy once said, "Yes, what do you say? Youth is not a time of life, stage of mind. Stage of mind. Mm. That's right. That's right, Carson.
0: I can't believe I forgot that. That Well, only two days ago. That was
1: yesterday. That was
0: yesterday."
2: There was a, some, some profound speaker I got to watch here at the conference. Me? By the name of Manu Meal. Oh, <laughs> yeah. nailed it. Um, who said, guy, like- we need the curiosity of the young and the wisdom of the old. Yes. Um, and I, I think especially so much to learn. in our polarized climate, right, mm. we do have to look back and ask people like, what was it like when you explored ideas with your friends <laughs> instead yeah. of being quiet and going on Twitter to to yeah. you know rage about it um they've got a lot of knowledge about that and what it felt like and and what kind of social environment made that possible now do they know how to download Google Maps no
1: no but they've just lived but more life part, so yeah. no well I'll be honest for me like okay I make the joke because frankly I it's it is funny but I will say this like I I, like, have deep res- I'm somebody that operates a lot on respect. And, mm-hmm. you know, I grew up in an Indian household, mm-hmm. like, uh, older folks have lived longer than us. Yeah. We have, yeah. Uh, you know, there's, no matter how much, I mean, we will be old one day. So, mm-hmm. let's operate with, like, you know, some humility. Us faster than him. Us faster than, mm-hmm. we're already there. He- that's because, uh, as in my Hindu tradition, you and I are on, like, maybe our seventh life. Yeah. Perhaps our eighth. Okay. We're close to enlightenment. The,
2: uh, this is good news this, this, is huge. this is great news this is huge <laughs> i
0: thought it was just getting old faster than huge. everyone else and yeah. i was just culturally unaware that's why ross no. is so cynical
2: all the no. time old people know what's going on
0: like yeah. they have more life experience than we yeah do.
2: well and and even like i find myself more and more it's like man like sitting on the couch with some friends right like talking about it like it's a lot better than like, you know, raving at a bar and stuff. And like, people, like, a lot of old people have these like hobbies, right? And the, yeah, like, I mean, I'm I'll, like, let's get hobbied up. Like, they know what they're doing. It's a happy life.
1: For the record, like, I do. we would not be here. I, yeah. I know Bridge USA would not be here without our mentors. Hands down.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah I believe it.
1: Not here. Sorry, you're going to say that. I just, I, like, it's very important. I mean, we can joke about it as much as we want, but yeah. like, and I want to keep joking about it, but like, we would not be here without our mentors. Importantly, like some of the most inspiring people I've ever met are 85 and lightning sharp, curious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I aspire to be that. Like yeah. I want to be 85, 86 and be thinking and be active. Mm-hmm. Now I can see you wanting to make a joke. Well, oh,
2: well, before you do though, before you do though. <laughs> because I'm, he's I'm a boomer. I'm not making a joke. I'm the other thing joke. is, you know, <laughs> Braver Angels skews a bit older, right? And we're here at the Braver Angels yep. convention. And I've met so many amazing people, so many who yeah. are shut up insightful, who are kind, who have great wisdom, but also who are lifelong learners who are yeah. here discovering stuff, getting active, right like i no it's uh please clip this and put this before we make all the boomer jokes. I feel like we
0: really uh in no, in all honesty i I think it's so inspiring to hear people here that said. That are, you know, in their 60s or 70s, I said, oh, I started this, like, I started doing this in 2016. Like, yeah. they didn't even grow up necessarily doing this. They just, yeah. they got in it yeah. for something. Yeah. Yeah, and I, lo- I love hearing that. Yeah. <laughs> I love hearing all the stories. Okay, wait a second.
1: We keep, this is a good conversation.
0: Yeah, despite. this is cool. What and also... I had like questions written down. Didn't. Dude, no, no, this all is
1: not No, and I, I'm okay with it
0: because yeah. honestly, this
1: was way. better. And honestly, like you don't have to. I think we just roll with that. Yeah, it's a great recording.
0: It was, uh, I, maybe.
1: And you can you can include my white white comment. That's stay. I think I think you start with that. Everything
0: that we recorded stays. Yes,
1: yes, and yeah. and I think like you should run with the entire thing.
0: Yeah, everything, yeah. all of it, all of it. Okay, so I, how much time do we have left?
1: Uh, when is when I mean you, when do you guys d- want
0: to get out of here? I would like to eat. I'd okay. love When I does like, dinner start? I'm a big fan of it's food. It's Currently six twenty three.
2: Uh eight minutes ago.
0: <laughs> oh. Dinner starts know. at seven? I
1: thought it was six fifteen. No
0: way it starts at seven. That's too late.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it goes till seven uh, yeah. fifteen. How about how about like till thirty? Sure. 6:30? Yeah, okay, we'll cool. go
0: through a couple of questions here. Okay. Um you have questions? I did make questions, I did.
1: Are you a I lifelong did. learner? I try to be good. Okay, that's good. I try. That's good. Well,
0: you haven't lived much life to be lifelong
2: yet, but no, <laughs> I haven't.
0: Oh, How yeah. old are you? I'm twenty.
2: You yeah. see, I'm I'm of the wise old age of twenty five. So
0: yeah, I'm.
1: I'm oh, he's pretty. as old as this episode.
2: Well, I hope he's not putting out one per year. But yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah. You, you, we we <laughs> work really hard on production. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: Dude, Gavin and Christian are freaking yeah. working dude, dude, Shout out to guys like, I lock him effort. in like a room and I'm like effort. One year <laughs> get the episode out. Make nice. it perfect <laughs> <laughs> it <him> to <laughs> yeah. Okay So I gotta know I've been thinking about this for a long time What metrics Are we gonna look at in 10 to 15 years To see if we made an impact That we were trying oh. to make Who's we? Not the Ridge building USA,
2: community which building community Man, it's a great question.
1: I don't think we're So impact. <sighs> Sorry, I keep going. Uh, <laughs>
2: so, um there are <laughs> some some very actual specific academic measures that Mm -hmm. I'm most interested in that we're trying to bring to to bridge some of which we already have and that will hopefully tie in nicely with other other literature Mm -hmm. uh being created in the space um one is a value for pluralistic norms and it basically means do you as a human being value the right of someone you hate to protest right or to petition the government right like these kind of fundamental things that you need in a pluralistic society do you care about them um another one i think is intellectual humility i think if we can make the country more intellectually humble we will have done a really good thing um third is just respect and understanding for for our opposites but that's like some very specific scientific research um it's a tougher question, I think, about like what does politics look like at a national level? Like I mean, maybe the metric is just you go on Twitter and not everyone is being a total dickhead to each other.
1: And if I got uh like tactical for a second in terms of operations, shout out to Andrew Weinsrill. I mean he does Yes. He works so closely with Ross to like yeah. do all of our data and back end yeah. and you'll be proud to know that um, this past semester we engaged over 3,500 young people across our chapters, yeah, across awesome. chapters like yours. Yeah, we awesome. have 50 college, 20 high school. The goal over the next couple of years is to scale this movement. But to Ross's point, I think ultimately this is about societal norms. I think this is a question of norms. I think like, if you ask me fundamentally, like, what are we trying to change? I think we're trying to change the norms. And right now it is, norma- it is normatively beneficial. It is to your benefit to be an asshole. Yeah, Like, I literally mean follower count. uh, Online, I mean. To to be somebody that lives in the prism of your ideology allows you to gain access, profit, wealth, follower count, and it's because we're rewarding it. And so I think fundamentally, if we can shift that, Mm -hmm. that's huge. And to Ross's point of those measurements, I think those measurements are what get us there. Gotcha. Okay.
0: So you were a pre-med student. You were... Business. Business. You feel like the... Did like did any dreams die in any way like whenever you pivoted, like do you ever want to go back?
2: Dreams dead. I mean, what I
0: mean like I know this is like you guys love what you're doing now, but I feel like do you ever do you ever miss it?
2: Well, I mean, I get to work on kind of businessy stuff That's like true. a lot of like kind of internal management stuff, which mm-hmm. I'm a total nerd about and I love. I love like how a team functions and like how to make a good meeting like, which is a stupid thing to be nerdy about, but um. That's cool. I've been trying to take more time lately to be really, to just appreciate where we're at. And, like, for instance, we just had a a retreat with our executive team and and some of our part-time people, right? It was the first time we had ever brought 11 people out to a place together. And it was, we had done a full day's work, right? Went out to dinner together. Sun was setting. And, like, I was on a boat with 11 amazing human beings yeah. who worked their tails off that day. On the Mississippi River. On the Mississippi River and it was like, oh man I could have never dreamed that I would ever do that. Yeah. So sh- I don't think I've, no de- no dreams are dead, but many are alive that I would have never imagined. Okay.
1: That's ex- like that. that's actually the best answer right there. You know, it was funny on that Mississippi River mm-hmm. uh, the sun was setting there's this American flag we're on the river us as a group got together. Sunset in the background. Photo was taken. The only thing that was missing this photograph was just a freaking bald eagle coming and screeching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that that would have been freaking American. That would have been the that most
0: American. Thing <laughs> <ever>. <laughs> We're just missing a bald eagle. It, well, you needed the bald eagle. Okay, I think I have one more here, and then and then I, we will get out of here. Well, where is it? All okay. good. Um, do you guys ever struggle with like? Do you ever feel like you have to not? give your political opinions because you kind of can't? Like, do you ever feel like sometimes you struggle balancing having your own beliefs and wanting to be vocal about them, if you do, and then wondering what that would do to, like, I guess, the, the brand? for lack of a better word
2: well i i work a lot in like how do we advise our chapters right and you know so i mean i've got a great team of people um some that you work with right Carson, like miss Haley addison right is your cdc um and they do incredible work andrew Weinzel is one of those people um as well as some amazing people coming on part-time jack rotolo david olshinsky um and there are others that work at the high school level that i don't work as directly with but um when you're talking to someone about how you're going to run a guns debate, like you can't really say like, "Oh, I'm raw raw Second Amendment" or "I'm super yep. pro gun control." What we have started to do, though, which is great, um, is actually start to have more bridge discussions as a team, That's good. so that we don't lose that muscle, right? Got but. It. I also i I, I want to quickly just return to something you were talking about like you are the one who has to be out and about because I don't want to, and he's right like um i I think public eye is very scary, and so I just want to appreciate like you and especially you um for putting your neck out there and and you know dealing with the hate comments and and working your tail off to create a podcast because yeah i don't I don't want to do it, and I'm glad you're doing it so it's
1: the only profound thing Ross has said
2: all day <laughs> when I thanked him <laughs> thanks
1: David. I appreciate you I I, I I love this guy I mean I, I we we would not be here without the team we have I, I I would just say response to your earlier question Ross is absolutely right dreams so many new dreams are alive that I would have never thought were alive I mean I'm sitting here with you in Gettysburg July 7th having a yeah. conversation. I mean that's cool. Yeah, this cool. is in yeah. and then the, the to your to your other point about like are we scared about political opinions? I want to quickly stay on this for a second. Let me ask you a question. Why do you think us sharing our political opinion might risk the brand?
0: Um that's a good follow-up. That's a good return question. I guess I was thinking in terms of how people cuz I think one thing that I encounter so like at Point Park, we I was running the Forward Party chapter yeah. for like a year, and then not doing that anymore. Shout out to Andrew Yang. But yeah, I mean, seriously. Um, and there's a, some people here yeah. from the, that team that I was able to speak to briefly. But we, were at, we tried to do a collaboration event with our bridge chapter, with our national security program about the uh, TikTok ban. And when we got there we talked to the, the president of that club and we were like, okay, we're like a multi-partisan like discussion thing. Like we want to give you guys that. And she was like, are you guys sneaky conservatives? And I was like, why would you immediately go to that? But I'm thinking like so in that way, that's like, what
1: I wanted to get to. Yeah. yeah like, this is how I know we will have succeeded in 10 years is when your identity is not entirely determined by your politics. The only reason why you ask that question is because when somebody thinks that I believe one way or the other on, let's say, guns or free speech or criminal justice, yep. that my entire moral judgment as a human is dependent on what I believe on that policy issue. Exactly. Yeah. We will have one when people's identities are appreciated holistically, when we as people are understood as nuanced beings, mm-hmm. when you might hear my political belief in society, but still be willing to take my input and advice yep. because... I'm on team human. That's it. It's it's as Dr. King said, you are worthy just because. Yeah. That's when we have won. We will have won when your identity is not 100% your policy belief, that in fact, you are a nuanced individual with a complex identity with lots of thoughts. And so I hope that in 10 years, the answer to that is there is zero risk. Right. But I will be honest with you. There are moments where, you know, like Ross and I talk about this a lot, like where like, it would be nice to uh, I sometimes feel like I don't even know what I believe because I spend all my time spending yeah. time in other people's shoes. Yeah, which is tough. But I would say that that intellectual wrestling, that intellectual grappling, mm-hmm. has put me in a position where I can probably argue what you believe better than you can. Dang, is that our viewers bet. have been challenged? <laughs> yeah, bet. Take a policy issue bet. Yeah. at my meal underscore take a policy issue come to the instagram i'll do a live do a live. i will argue yeah. your position better than you can that's it okay yeah yeah
0: i'll, I'll send my dad over i'll he he doesn't have dude
1: to- we're not trying to win practice babe. we're trying to win yeah. the game yeah <laughs> trying to win that
0: game yes all right we'll wrap up here thank you both so much yeah this was so fun and This was wonderful. Thank yeah. you for
1: having us, man. Thanks, um, Thank you. For thanks, Gavin. Thanks, on. Christian. Of course. Thanks, Point thank Park. Shout out Claire, yeah. Anthony, Edward, everybody that's here Braver Angels. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Everybody. And, um, thank you for starting this because
2: like, the only are, like, the only reason
0: it still exists is because people like you have decided to do something I know, about it. Speaking of like a year ago, I didn't have my chapter. Like I would never have guessed that I would be doing this. Yeah. So. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Chris. Bye, everybody.